The Tangent Egg Podcast is aimed at a mature audience. It contains themes that are not appropriate for all listeners. It's important to note that we are not experts. We routinely have no idea what we're talking about and are just three idiots sitting around a table. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Tangent Egg Podcast. I'm Seth, and as always with me is Swoosh and John Doe. Hello! Hi. Uh, I will apologize up front. I have been a little bit sick lately. I will try and cut all the coughing out, but uh, it might creep in through the edit. So. Coughing well, we are creepers, sounds. Does make sense. We're all about biological sounds here, man. You're here, like, that's I the mean, weird thing. Like, there's mouth sounds from John Doe, there's coughing from you, and there's like bone cracking from me every five <laughs> seconds. <laughs> See, I've gotten really good at getting rid of the bone cracking. The problem is... Uh, John Doe will be like really good in the edit for a little while, and then suddenly it'll just start being... Oh, it's like where the fuck did this come from? <laughs> I'll get all moist in the mucus bits. <laughs> See, it's because you guys are stuck in like heat rooms of death. I get to have aircon. Yeah. Damn it, Swoosh. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna start off with the bad news, as we usually do. Mm. There's been more layoffs. Shock horror by Embracer. What were they? Really didn't see for? that coming. They bought Embracer up was the mega group that brought up all the studios and was going to go for a big deal with the Saudis. Oh, and then yeah. It fell through. Yeah, fuck, that was several fun. billion dollar deal just died mm. overnight. Like, <laughs> yeah, couldn't have so happened to a nice a bunch of pricks. So, been, well, this is the problem though, because that deal fell through. They're trying to like stop the hemorrhage on money, so yeah. they're just cutting down studios as they feel they need to. Yeah. Um, I've been I've basically been waiting for them to do a big IP sell off to try and just make money back. No, uh, but they just seem to be just letting stuff die. I mean, they just brought Free Radical back, and now they're killing it. These like, I swear, these kind of companies they won't get rid of IP until the very end. They'll get rid of people before they get rid oh, of yeah, that. Absolutely, yeah. well, IP has the most value to them. Yeah, unfortunately. But on the plus side, normally when this happens, we do see a bit of an influx in new studios opening. Which means we tend to get better A to triple A, oh, A to double A games as they come up through the ranks and aren't yet corrupted by bullshittery, so we can still, you know get decent stuff. Yeah, as they leave the bullshit and start making their own little studios. Yeah, and we generally have about ten to fifteen years before they start pulling the bullshit, unless they're bought out yeah. by EA or someone bigger. Yeah, well. Here's the hope we might actually get a fresh range of properly developed games. <laughs> that would be fucking mint. I would love yeah. that. It'd be fun. I mean, all you need is someone who doesn't hit the big red button when they're not supposed to, like the guy over at Ubisoft did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, someone hit the release button on the Beyond Good and Evil remaster, which, you know, Ubisoft had not announced yet wasn't ready to be seen yet yeah yeah someone's yeah. been like more, that's not even like being fired that's like someone's been taken out back and shot and buried somewhere like oh, 100% oh the, god they were pissed it wasn't for like general retail release it was in their Ubisoft Plus or their subscription yeah. service mm. thing it just came up as a free to download playable well yeah. free to download but Ooh. it wouldn't actually play they got screenshots and shit of it but yeah, apparently still a fucking long way to go. Yeah, because it basically would have been a pre-alpha build, but somehow they've let that go into, like, the store. It's like, there should have been so many more checkpoints for this. This should not have yeah, been a one-button well, oops-a-daisy. <laughs> well, we don't know how it got out. I'm I'm just phrasing it like yeah. something mm. big red button. Yeah, I know, but, like, but even someone then, did. For it to have made it that to that point, there had to have been a lapse somewhere where it's like, a pre-alpha build being anywhere near that to me is already an issue. Like, that would have to be uploaded, go through a process, and then the button hit. Like, multiple people have fucked up here. <laughs> There's no way around it. Um, well, the funny thing is, though, it went up, people found out about it, and then Ubisoft tried to be... Uh, no, no, no. No, it didn't, didn't happen. That didn't yeah. exist. You don't know about that. I mean, at that point, just say, look, okay, that was a mistake, but yes, we are making the thing we can Eventually they did. Like, they did cave and release I mean, on Twitter that yes they're doing it. I'm, I'm just happy that at least someone somewhere is working on something beyond good and evil. 
Yeah. Yes. I mean, we saw 100%. years ago a trailer for it, and then nothing. It just disappeared. Beyond Good and Evil mm. 2, the trailer for that looked fucking great years yeah, ago. Yeah, it looked amazing. And, and then, then, I mean, it looked good. It didn't look very Beyond Good and Evil. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it had the same good. characters. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was just a cinematic. But, you know, it's still fun. We wanted the thing. The hype was yeah. there. We got, well, theoretically, we're getting a, a, a copy of it. So. Yeah. That, look, I'm pretty keen for more people to have a go at Beyond Good and Evil, because that game was really good. It's been a long time since I played it. I may have to go back at some point. Yeah, I think you'd have a good time. Mm. Uh, the biggest problem is, you know... Well, actually, I was about to say it's a big problem, but I already... I just remembered Ubisoft already caved and went crawling back to Steam. Yeah. Yeah, that's been fun. Although, actually, something actually uh, I was looking... I was reading about today... Um, we actually do have some slight quantifiable data on the damage Epic Jail does. Oh, score! So, um, Alan Wake 2 came out, mm. um, end of October. Yeah. It didn't even make the top 150 games played that month. Oh, <laughs> wow. Maybe now they'll finally stop putting things in Epic Jail. It doesn't work. But at least that was developed by Epic, but it gives yeah, you a what? fucking... It does give you a hell of a view on it. It does. I know, right? When even the thing that you're pumping money into can't bring people to your platform, just give up. Just... Well, there's been a lot of criticism, one, for Epic Jail, and two, that they did no physical release. Yeah. yeah. It was digital only. So even if you had an Xbox or a PlayStation, you couldn't walk down to, to your EB and pick up a copy. Mm. You had to buy it online. Yeah. So... And there's people who only play games they can get physical copies of. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm so, like, one of those people like, sometimes. I have a huge collection of games in physical form because I'm, it's inbuilt in me. I want an actual thing. Yeah. Hmm. I, I, Steam is the weird outlier in my head. I don't know why. <laughs> and I mean, Audible. Hell, I've, <laughs> I've said it a bunch of times. It's why I buy on GOG. It's the closest to digital ownership you get these days. Pretty much. As opposed to a long-term lease like I have with Steam. Yeah, no, right. I mean, I'm not pretending I don't have many a long-term lease there myself. Oh, God, yeah. The amount of stuff you but, got uh, I know, right. But yeah, so, you know, we've got a little bit of quantifiable data that actually says, that's not good. Mm. But they do put out the caveat that it came out pretty late in October, so it may not have had enough time to really bit. Yeah, but it's but also it Alan Wake 2. Like, yeah, it was a pretty anticipated game. Yeah, we've been waiting for that fucking thing for how many years now? Many? Since whenever Control came out. God, that was a good game. Why haven't they got Control 2 yet? They are working on it. Yeah, which I'm happy about, but... Well, yeah. I want it now. Although, that slight tension aside, uh, we do have uh, one more piece of Ubisoft news. Fucking Ubisoft. Like, right? at some because point, they're going to learn. They're great for content. Fucking they're great for content <laughs> for us. It's fine. We'll let they them got, burn themselves to the ground as long as we can comment on top. They got they got a sniff of blockchain dollars. Like, oh, oh, is it still there? They're, ah, they're like they're like dogs trying to track down a female dog in heat. Like you know, the only thing is, a, I would there, guarantee it's somewhere, somewhere I'll get it. I would guarantee Ubisoft would be the kind of prick corporation that would actually do a rug pull as well. Like, yeah, I could see them doing that with crypto or an NFT scam. I could see them doing it. But completely unintentionally. Yeah, like, like honestly, they were trying to be like, oh, wait, is that not how this works? Is that not what everyone does? Oh, I, fuck. I don't think they're actually competent enough to do a rug pull. Yeah. No, but like, I, could I don't know. Concede. If Logan no, Paul can, can do them, a rug pull, then... That, it's still Ubisoft. Yeah, true. I would actually see them way more likely going, we're trying a thing, get a whole bunch of money in, and then go, oh, that's not working, and just shut the whole thing down. Yeah. Inadvertently causing a rug pull. Yeah, I see that, but even more of a fuck-up of them not even realising that their whole blockchain thing is associated to the server of a game that's got no fucking players to it. So yeah. they don't realise they're even killing that whole thing when they kill a server for that game. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, we should probably actually mention what this product is, because I got a bit distracted and ran Well, ahead. I mean, there's <laughs> not really much of a product yet. Yeah. They've paired up with another company called Immutable, who do Web3 stuff, and... <laughs> <laughs> Take over, Dan. So, they're another Web3 developer. And so, their first thing they want to do is commemorate the... Their little deal they've got going by creating a new fucking game. Yeah. And it's a, a tactical RPG that's PvP only. 
Because that's worked so fucking well for every mobile game. Yeah, so if you think of like the, the tactical kind of game, so you're thinking of uh, XCOM, that kind of strategy mm. kind of tactical game. Yeah. With, like, from the get-go, it's extremely pay-to-win immediately. Yeah. Whoever's got yeah. the, the biggest bickies to throw at it is going to get the biggest gun, the biggest character. That's it. And if they... I- they've already stated it'll be individual characters... Yeah. So, mm. whoever has the biggest money to throw at the the apex predator, that's game. Honestly, over. this game is nothing but like a bunch of whales getting together and fighting with money. They're just throwing wads of money at each other, and yeah. I hate that because I I worked for big telecom or those kind of companies before. Every day you'd get a call from some guys. I spend over a hundred grand on this app a fucking year. I'm like. You have your priorities fucked up, sir. But I don't like these people. You're just funding bullshit. I get you get dopamine from this, but there are better ways for a hundred grand to get dopamine. Jesus Christ. From this, they're hoping for that guy from Diablo Immortal who bought himself out of the game. Yeah. <laughs> that's I, I, all they're hoping for. The, the he is the end goal for every fucking friend. And that's it. Yeah. 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 That's it. Like... That's why I don't like the new era of, like, those kinds of games, because there's, like, they're not going to a big, vast audience. They're catering to, like, two to three very wealthy people. Which, fair, you can do that. Make your own game. You clearly have the money for it, and just gatekeep it to you and your rich friends. I don't care. Just stop infecting the other fucking parts of the industry. (laughs) Please. Stay away from that. Unfortunately... The industry already sniffed the money. Yeah, no, the, if the industry yeah. catches hold of the scent of money, we're fucked. Well, that but was it, also uh, recently Bungie with Destiny 3. For yeah. New, new players get a splash screen saying, you need to get the starter pack, you need this to sort of do anything in the game. You don't. I mean, don't they wouldn't if you it. didn't keep telling everyone they, they needed the starter back pack. That. Yeah, they, they got a backlash. They had they to, they got a massive nice. backlash. But yeah. As they should. It, it was... All it was was skins and uh, two of like the legendary guns you can get from just general fucking gameplay. Yeah, and uh, a skin a, I'm form. Sure it had a level boost in it. I'm pretty sure as well. Yeah, they generally have a level boost of some kind. Which you, you've is skipped just an extra amazing. hour of the game you're currently trying to play. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> which I never understand. It's the same mentality I have with um, hackers back in the day, like CS:GO, where like, oh, I've got wall hacks on. I'm I'm God mode. Like, you're cheating. That's how you have this. I, how do you get enjoyment from this? There's no skill. You click the button, that's, everyone dies. That's any the hacker. Skill, the, the enjoyment is fucking over everybody else. It's yeah, not yeah. about being yeah. good at the game. Because yeah. they're a miserable person. And everyone yes. else has to be miserable. I fucking Hello, what, um, what was it? Uh, Tarkov is something like 60% hackers or some shit? Yeah. Mm. No, it's always... I, I, I do like the system where if you're found to be hacking, you're not banned from the game, you're just dumped into a server with other hackers. It's so much unnecessary work, you just ban people. I, I yeah. get that, but I do like the idea of dumping these fuckwits in a bin with a bunch of other fuckwits, and then watching them get angry at each other for hacking. It's like Hypocrites yeah. Anonymous, it's fucking amazing. The thing is though, it doesn't last very long. No, it doesn't, yeah. <clears throat> because most people who hack understand that they're hacking and they need to smurf anyway. Yeah, it's the same with like um, Overwatch, you used to try and get rid of them for a while, and it became a free game, it's like, <laughs> okay, I'm just going to smurf another account, bye. Like, there's... I did watch a, a thing It was talking about how um, WAD developers used to get rid of um, bots. Yeah. And one of their favourite things to do is they, they'd identify bots, mm. but they wouldn't stop them. They'd watch them, yeah. and they'd figure out what they were doing, and they'd figure out the loop they were doing, ah. and then they'd put a rock in the way. <laughs> and then anything that got caught on the rock got banned. That's amazing. I love that. That's a because smart way of doing it. easier to, to be like, oh, a normal player hits that rock, they'll move around it. Yeah. If you're botting, on the other hand, your bot gets stuck. Yeah. And we know it's a bot, so we can just fucking slap it. That's pretty fucking funny. I love that. That That's smart engineering. That That's a yeah. lazy fucking developer going, I don't want to have to do... Sh- rock. Rock there. Fine. 
<laughs> like, but it just let them harvest names. Yeah. So that when they did their ban, they weren't like banning one account, then one account, then one account, because that had just flagged all the other botters that mm. there's a problem here. Yeah. It was so much easier to just, like, accumulate the names because of The Rock. Cool. We're up to, like, you know, I don't know, a thousand accounts. Ban them all. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. And why uh, you get, like, the odd ban wave every six months or nine months, whatever it is. So it's yeah. harder to figure out exactly how they got caught instead of yeah. it happening every fucking week. Like, that's pretty fucking interesting. Yeah. It's a smarter way of doing things. Like, very clever. I'll give them credit. Like, most developers are pretty good at that kind of shit because it affects their bottom line. Yeah. Like, it's affecting player base and money incoming. So a lot of them do tend to crack down on that, which, you know, fair. Mm. But, pretty much so. Actually, we strayed on, very uh, far from that topic. Oz. On a different topic altogether. Um, Yay! I was on the uh, JB Hi-Fi website uh, today looking at a new set of earbuds. And they had... It is. uh, They had one of those adapters that you can plug into your console to play keyboard and mouse. or So you can have the the one set of uh, Hoda sticks and put on your PlayStation, your Xbox, and all of that. Um, (coughs) And in the reviews of it... um, there must have been someone who was in the the latest Xbox beta. In that, if you're not using an authorized controller, mm. it bricks the controller. It no longer works. Oh, so oh no! It, I don't think that's gonna fly. It bricked yeah. this device. No, I'm not saying it didn't brick it, but it's like no way that's gonna roll out of a beta. because well, like uh, yeah, that, you can't, can't just good. brick people's personal. Well, shit. it's to yeah. Because any controller that's meant to be used on an Xbox is meant to be Xbox authorized. Mm. And Xbox isn't authorizing devices like this. It's to say that what the, the controller you've got isn't officially branded. It's a pirated piece of hardware. Yeah. So no, I get that. That's, that's but... why they want to do it. But one of the reviews oh. of it is... This fucking this thing I used it and now it won't work and I, anything I plug into it doesn't work and why can't I use it? I can understand blocking access to the machine. Oh, sorry. Are you talking about the little dongle yeah. or the hotas? The the dongle. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. No, I'm. I'm, I'm the, I don't give a shit about your fucking dongle. Yeah, yeah no, dongles. No, are just, I thought you were saying it bricked the hotas. No, no, no. The the hotas is fine. The the device that was plugged in wasn't Xbox authorized and that mm. got bricked. Yeah. A hundred eighty dollar yeah, yeah. device is now a hundred eighty dollar paperweight. Yep. Which I can understand, but at the same time, that, their security that's cool. yeah. weird. Like, you can already get HOTUSes for the Xbox and PlayStation. I understand people that want to use it, so it's an expensive piece of equipment. You don't want to have to buy a new fucking set of sticks for every fucking console. Yeah. But, but one of the good things about Xbox is if it runs on Windows, it probably runs yeah, on your Xbox. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. But it's apparently this up, or the thing they're currently trialing is to stop these input devices because they're not being they're not authorized by Xbox you you only plug them into a PC to put the software onto it to give you these extra yeah. hacks so the only time they run is through the console so yeah. they have to be authorized to run on that console and they're apparently looking at bricking them which is just I, there fucking was funny. also there was also an issue a while ago now which was um, console players were getting very up in arms because a bunch of people had those adapters to let them use mouse and keyboard when playing like you know multiplayer fps games and let's be honest a mouse and keyboard is much better for like you know call of duty than a controller is yeah. even with aim I mean, assist it's not even a thing anymore yeah. because like cross play is a thing yeah it's getting there I mean, like the, when you're playing on it because a lot of them were using the um the console because they still had the aim assist but they were using a, uh, a mouse and keyboard. So everyone's like, oh, it's basically aimbotting. It's like, yes, technically it is is aimbotting because that's what aim assist is. But yeah, it was a weird time. I have no idea if that's still happening or not. Hilarious. Try, trying to find the actual device. Uh, uh, Collective Minds Cronus Zen, $219. God, gaming shit has the weirdest fucking names. Yeah. It's the Coronas Zen. Like you can guarantee, some Muppet in marketing is like, ah, this is a bunch of put like put a bunch of buzzwords together and see what happens. Uh, and the logo on is like a little alien head. It's, like, oh, okay. it's always a little fucking alien head. Like ever since Alienware's, like, yes, we want good stuff. We will put an alien head on it. Alienware's been shit for years. Ever since they were bought up by Dell. Yeah. 
I mean, they were overly expensive even when they were original, but like, at least they were they had some quality there. Yeah. Once Dell got their hooks in, it was like uh, we bought you for branding, not because you. We good. bought you for the alien head. That's why we <laughs> bought you. <laughs> oh God, fucking yeah. shit. So I'm just happy as screwing over hackers and people ruining oh, yeah. online games. Yeah, absolutely. Like fair. fuck them. They're horrible people. Yeah. Do Do we want to actually bring attention to Disney's thing that's not got any attention? Yes, I, I would like to talk about this. The, I'm the thing Disney's trying to it. sweep under a rug? Sure. <laughs> I, I don't think they're trying to sweep it under a rug. I think they'd much rather people actually watch it. Yeah. But they didn't bother to tell anyone about it. Yeah. I didn't know this even came out until Swoosh brought it up today. I didn't know about it until I stumbled across a uh, one of the YouTube creators I watched, watched it and found it fucking horrible. I'm like, wait, that's out? That's a thing? Googled it, and yes, apparently it is. So it's, it's Disney's new animated movie called Wish. Mm. And, like, the thing just looks painfully generic. Like, it feels like... You know those, um, the off-brand rip-offs from, uh, like, you know, random countries? Like, Transformers had Transmorphers and that kind of shit? No, 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 no. It's not that bad. It's Disney sequels bad. Oh, yeah, like Lion well, King 3 bad. kind of what it's supposed to be or what it might be trying to rip off. Yeah. Like, when I first saw this, I thought... Is this, is this supposed to be like some follow-on to Encanto or something? Mm. But, but looking you know, at with it, no budget? Just looking at the trailer of it, you can almost cookie-cutter like Moana out of this thing. Yeah. It is. Like, just that's probably a good... There's a good reason for that. It's made by the guys who yeah. Frozen, if, The Lion King, and Moana. Yeah. Well, it's a, a slightly clumsy, uh, relatable primary female character... With a, mm. a cute little animal critter who doesn't say much, who gets up to goofy shen- like shenanigans, and then yeah. they have to go off and uh, defy their all-powerful angry father who controls yes. everything in their life. Like, it's very bland and generic. Like, that, like, this feels like uh, they phoned it in for this. Like, we need to put out a movie because they expect us to put out a movie. So just give them some cookie-cutter shit. They'll love it. Kids, kids like animation, and by God, has it backfired on because. We knew that they didn't like this to start with because I have seen no advertising for Wish apart from walking by a cinema the other week with the Maid of Ells angry and like, oh, there's a new new thing coming. But there was no date on that poster. Like, nothing at all. So it's like, oh, okay, that'll be like next year sometime. But nope, released. It was just shit. Their entire marketing thing was a Disney set going, I wish people would watch this movie. <laughs> yes! <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> But like, the, the storyline in it is apparently horrible. It's like, you know, generic thing of, oh, there's a wonderful utopia where this guy keeps everyone's wishes so he can grant the ones that are good. But surprise, surprise, he only grants the wishes that don't threaten his rule. And then somehow some other chick gets a wish thing. And then, of course, the ending is, everything has gone wrong. I'm a wish it's better. And, of course, it's better. Like, it's... Deus Ex Machina, the movie, and I, I hate that so much. But, uh. I mean, at least, like, the, the previous movie Disney put out, although, you know, they put it out under the Pixar label, not their own label, mm. um, Elementals, at least that was visually interesting. I did enjoy the visuals of that one. I didn't quite like the movie much, but it wasn't It bad. was pretty bland. It was. But, like, in that sort of, like, inoffensive bland, where yeah. like, you could just kind of watch it, and if there's something else about the movie you like, like I said, the visuals are really good. Yeah. I like the the flame people, they were pretty dope. Mm. Um, the water guy was a bit meh. But, but uh, Wish the, feels the offensively. The people were cool. Like, but, yeah. We, yeah, Wish feels Wish offensively just, bland. Like, it's just, we tried to be yeah. as bland as possible so no one can be angry at us. And surprise, surprise, we're angry because you were bland. Yeah, at least when you do something, you you show some passion or interest. Yeah, but like this is just like how little could we? Th- give this is the color like gray in a movie form, essentially. Uh, so like, a lot of I their say, like previous animations that have actually done well have done well because they've pushed some form of technical boundary. Yeah, like, yeah. they've had some change in it. Like Frozen, they had they developed ice, like new ways realistic of ice showing ice effects, yeah. and snows in animation uh mm. monsters inc had all the fucking the hair and everything you know oh. like the original pixar some... stuff each movie had to push the boundary of the technology yeah. we had sully's hair being the first one that ever had full body hair 
Uh, water effects from The Incredibles were fucking yeah. amazing. Like, yeah. See, this, looking at it, does nothing. Yeah. Well, that's the thing, though. I think you got to remember that that's all Pixar. Yeah. Yeah. This is Disney, not Pixar. Mm. So, but then, even then, I simply just look back and go, guys, 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 come on. You <laughs> made the seminal animated movies of my childhood. Yeah. That still hold up. Oh, yeah. They're amazing. And hell, I don't care how much people bitch about their, like, reuse of animation. They have some amazing films. Mm. Oh, fucking oath. Absolutely. And I will admit, not all of them are for me, but, you know, I'm a generic white dude. Yeah. I'm not going to be rewatching Snow White. Yeah. No. But, you know, The Lion King is still an amazing movie, I mean, and their Robin Hood movie uh, is beautiful. Yes. Oh. Several I still go back year, and watch I still that. Watch that. I love yeah. it so much. <laughs> it's a great I, fucking it, movie. I always see it come up every now and then in memes. Yeah, because it'll be like you know that time Disney had a snake that was so angry he crossed his arms. Yeah, yes, that's just absolute gold. No, no. My favorite thing is the fact that that movie didn't just spawn like, a bunch of memes. It spawned a hit song, which was the uh, the hamster dance, because that is just the <laughs> yeah. opening song from that Robin Hood movie sped up. That's all it is. It's the song the rooster sings at the start. It's amazing. I'm also, that up after this. Oh, I've looked it up a few times. I did an assessment on it back at uni. But also, that opening was literally just walk cycles and Disney flexing on other animation studios, yeah. going, yeah. "Hey, look at our walk cycles. Fuck the rest <laughs> of you." That what, it was Disney, right? I'm not mixing that up with like John Bluth. No, or no, something. no. Uh, yeah, Disney. no. It was definitely Disney. Yeah, okay. uh, Don Bluth only draws two people: like Twinks and Fat Guys. There's no in between. I don't know. I mean, the entire American tale. Yeah, no, that's the thing. Like, you look at the father. That's the like the uh, the father mouse is the male uh, patriarch character in every Don Bluth movie. And I fucking right, love fair, it. Fair, it's fair, fucking fair. hilarious. Uh, Damn it! I was just like, what can I throw out there that it wouldn't be? And I was like, ah, the land before time. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All the male dinosaurs are just big, fat, grumpy guys. <laughs> Fuck. Don Bluth does good. But also, Land Before Time has scarred our entire generation. Let's be oh, yeah. honest. Oh, yeah. Like, fucking hell. That, that opening movie. scene? Jesus. There's about 15 of the fucking things now. There's only fucking, three of them. Like, all the current generation's like, oh, up scarred me for its depressing opening. Bitch, I watched a Brachiosaurus's mom die. In front of him. One leaf that he's going to carry through this movie. Yeah. Yeah. So, by, by the end of the Land Before Time... Gotta admit, <laughs> we are all still hoping for a giant rock from the fucking sky just to wipe everything oh, fuck the yeah. fuck out. <laughs> Absolutely. But even just his wipe worst the slate clean and try again. Yeah, even Don Blue's like worst movies because let's be honest, some of his ones weren't exactly crackers, but they still found a way to tug at your heartstrings. Like I, yeah, one of his movies was a Troll in Central Park. Is a very strange and odd movie. I will still go back and watch it because it's that weird kind of endearingly creepy. I'm pretty sure it's one of his. I could be very wrong, but yeah, the... no, I'm looking it up because like I know the movie. Honestly, I don't know if it's a... the reason yeah, I no, know it's right. one of his. You're absolutely right. Want to know why I know it's his? The because father from that, on him. that too, but also the the father in it is the exact same character um, look and archetype as the guy from Anastasia. The only two characters he can draw that are guys are the uh, the twink from Anastasia and the friend of his, the big guy who's helping him run the con. They're the only two character models he has, and I fucking love it. <laughs> God, I'm just like looking back at, at the, the, his film credits. You know, Secret of Nim, American <sighs> Tale, The Land Before Time, All Dogs Go to Heaven. Great um, movies. Rockadoodledoo. Yes. Uh, Thumbelina. Uh, Troll in Central Park, uh, Pebble the Penguin, Anastasia, yeah, um, uh, Bartok the Magnificent. I still I get that song for, stuck in my I head. I forgot he did Titan AE. Yeah. I love that movie. It's a great movie. Honestly, I have been wandering around my apartment the last week humming Bartok the Magnificent. That song lives rent-free in my fucking head. I don't know half the words. doesn't stop me from wanting to sing it. It's just in there now. It'll never leave. Uh, it's like, goddamn! That man just made like he was hands on on some just gorgeous. If you have not seen um, an American Tale, now look, the newer ones are good, but like mm. my standout is always American Tale, particularly the scene where they make the um, 
the big fake dog. I think yeah, it's the first the one at the away. end. Yeah. Oh, that's like, how did you animate that back then? The yeah. lightning alone. Fuck. My fa- I, honestly, of all of them, because again, like um, Land Before Time and that kind of stuff, they kept going, but I don't think Don Bluth was really in part of them anymore. Um, I think the last one for the Fievel series was Fievel Goes West, which I maintain is one of the classics. I fucking love that. Was that was the movie. second movie. Yeah. Like, the Fievel Goes West was fucking great. I yeah, loved that. that. Was it was like so that. fucking stupid and so fun. Uh, honestly, like, Don Bluth was the closest competitor for Disney at the time. Um, but who, who did um, Fangully? Oh, um... Fuck me, who did do Fern Gully? It wasn't Don Bluth, because... No, no, no. There was, only, there was only Twinks. There was no other guys. Uh, I'll have to look it up now. Fuck. We have to do this. <laughs> who, <laughs> this. Uh, who brought us the masterpiece that was batting? Uh, Bill Quero? That's weird. I don't know who this guy is. Honestly, that was an underrated movie. I love that one. Oh, I mean, come on. It's got fucking... Um, it has Tim Robin Curry Williams and it. Tim Curry. It has two idols Rob- all the time. Oh yeah, Robin Williams was batty. Um, but yeah, no, like that entire movie was just a drug trip, and I loved it as a kid. Uh, what the fuck? What? <laughs> okay. Did so you find the, the fact we're just... getting a live action one at some point, sir? No, no, no. I was looking through like what the what the the doo did Fern Gully, and like there's some stuff that makes sense. Hmm. You know, he did the Animal Olympics. Um, you know, Jetsons and stuff like that. Oh, that's right. He was a Hannibal Barrett. He's the animation supervisor for the Green Mile. Wait, really? <laughs> yes. I He's love that movie. the animation supervisor. I honestly love that movie. It's a fucking great... If you have not <laughs> seen the Tom Green Hanks Mile... movie. <laughs> yeah. If you haven't seen that movie, for the love of God, go see that movie. It's fucking great. It's just, I wouldn't expect the guy who did Fern Gully was the animation director for the Green Mile. Even weirder is the only animation in there was a mouse. Uh, there yeah. was nothing else. Like, it would have to have been the mouse scenes. Which, of, like, of quite, which there are five. <laughs> but, like, quite seriously, if you, I know we're recommending a lot of movies here, but, like, seriously, go watch Fern Gully. That movie is... I don't... That, like... Yeah, yeah, there's some movies that are, like, definitely targeted more towards, towards girls than guys. And, come on, this movie's about fairies. Yeah. But, like, damn it. This movie is good. Fairy is just fucking solid. It was a good, bloody movie. I loved it. Uh, apparently, oh, we are getting Tim. a live action for it at some point. Like, oh, something fuck. popped up. I know I saw that somewhere. Uh, I mean, like, fucking Tim Curry as Hexes was just like, oh. oh He's got a yes. banger opening song, too, when he takes Actually, over the truck. Yeah, that reminds me, though, um, Tim Curry did a lot of voice work for Disney at one point. Do you remember the age-old Peter Pan Saturday morning cartoon? Oh, dude, you're asking me to dig real back into my memories. I, I swear I have that on, like, VHS somewhere in storage. But Tim Curry played Captain Hook. And it was great. He did, because I remember I mean, this. I remember this uh, the show because I used to watch a lot with my my grandmother. Um, but yeah, no, it's I remember it because in my head I can still hear Tim Curry yelling "Reel out, all oh, oh, long Tom," which is like a certain cannon they had, which was shaped like a tiger head, and I fucking loved that as a kid. It was great. God, we just fell down yeah. memory lane for a second. Captain Hook, right? Yeah, Captain Hook, Tim Curry. Sorry, I want to look this up, because, like, my brain is just like, I don't remember it. I mean, didn't he play him in, like, some, like, you know... Muppets was, movie, wasn't he? Yeah, uh, he uh, was yeah, uh, Long yeah, John he Silver in, yeah. Um, yeah. in that. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, I found it. Yeah, 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 you're yep. right, he did. Yeah, in, in the series, and it was good fun. Yeah, no, like, and, like that show is is odd, man. You, mm. Come on, bro! I gotta dig into some kind of obscure shit. Oh, that like was that. that was back in the days when um, we still had Saturday morning cartoons. Yeah, like, they were worth watching. Yeah, yeah. God help but them now. Anyway, so Disney's done fucked up. They haven't done anything good yeah, in a while. Yeah, back on time. Oh yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll complain about the fact they haven't done anything good in a while and fell back down the nostalgia hole. Like God damn it. Because you got to look a long way back to find what they have done well. Yes. Like, even looking yeah. outside the nostalgia glasses at this point, like, their new stuff, it makes me sad. Yeah. Not, the, not, right, not the way it's meant to be. <laughs> they're not trying to make an animation 
to make an animation and tell a story. Now they're yeah. making animation to hit certain points regardless of story. Yeah, I mean, like, Disney gets... Because like, one of the reasons I don't like Disney at the moment is how lawsuit-heavy they get. It's like, you can't touch our intellectual property. It's like, bitch, you stole all your intellectual property from the Grimm brothers. Like, yeah. the brothers Grimm, story- all of their shit, you've just taken and made nicer. That's you know, it. Cinderella, Snow White, all that stuff. Yeah. That's, that's so, just public domain stories from back in Europe. Yeah. So all of their good stuff, and it's all the original stuff they've been trying to make now where they haven't been able to fucking steal it off somewhere else, hmm. that's sort of gone to shit. Yeah. yeah. Now that they have to be they've creative mostly, again. They've mostly just been limping along on whatever Pixar's doing next. Yeah. yeah. Pixar, like, they bought Pixar to keep going. I Pixar think, and like, sequels. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of annoying. Was, the sequels Disney's done have never been good. Like no. I think we all remember going to the video store at one time. You know, back when those were a thing. Yeah. Um, the straight to DVD sequels. sequels to Disney movies. Yeah. And you're like, oh, maybe check that out. And realizing these are always garbage. Did you always. remember? Like there was apparently a Mulan two. Um, Fucking what? Yeah, which I did not know, but an ex of mine was obsessed with that movie at one point. Okay. Like she fucking loved it. I was like, I didn't even know this was a thing, and I sat down and watched it, and it was absolutely horrible. Uh, I that. It, like for for Milan too, like there had to have been a knockoff restaurant called like McRonald's, who had like the Szechuan sauce, like the food poisoning. Yeah. Uh, no, the entire the entire premise of the second Mulan movie was getting the three friends of hers in the army like wives. That was it. Like, that's a terrible concept it was, it's a <laughs> very bad concept it's a Considering fucking shit the concept, concept of the original movie like holy we're gonna fuck, fight like, the Huns straight to like we're gonna marry people like there was a step <laughs> miss somewhere along this line yeah. <laughs> especially given part of the start of that movie is her not really wanting to do that yeah 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 and then they made the live action one which was just sad and didn't have Mushu no, like at all no one liked that movie no one liked that movie it was bad I mean, the live-action movies are just—they're they're just IP holds. They're well, not. Yeah. They're nothing about. Yeah. Me, like doing anything. Things no, like they, they trying to rake money, money in, and that's it. Yeah. They pump money into them, and like got a whole big of like big name voice actors and that kind of stuff, and think, they haven't made their money back. Like the Lion King, I don't think made its money back. I think the only one that actually did well was the Beauty and the Beast one. Yeah, that's because yeah. it kind of did lend itself to live-action. Yeah, it, it like, did, like, but they also stuck to the story really well and kept characters yeah. that fit the fucking story. Yes, yeah, uh, like Emma Watson did really well in that movie. Like yeah. the Beast, there, the CGI for the Beast was good. Where's that live action Lion King? Uh, what annoyed me the most was they didn't bother getting back Rowan Atkinson to play Zazu. It shouldn't annoy me, but it does because he was like the quintessential Zazu in my head. Yeah, sure. They just, got the guy who does right, them last week right tonight. Bit of comedy there's a, there's and pompous. <laughs> yeah, there, there's this another. Yes, they uh, they replaced him with uh, fuck. What's his name? The guy who does uh, last week tonight, John Oliver. Um, okay. He's the new Zazu. Which yeah, at the same time, I like him, but it's hard to replace things in someone's head. It's like when uh, Will Smith yeah. became the genie. The- you can't replace Robin Williams. He is. But there's yeah. a reason there. nostalgia is so fucking like powerful. Yeah, because like, people well, have already thing, got though. the thing in their head. As soon as you break that, that's no longer nostalgia. That's yeah, an active rebellion in your head. At the same time, like, yeah, but you you just like even if you didn't have nostalgia for it, mm. you compare original genie to fucking oh yeah live action genie. Fucking Smith has got nothing. The annoying thing is, like, I, I don't hate the uh, Will Smith genie. If you, can, if you can separate the two, he does pretty yeah. well. It's a different kind of energy, but the same level of energy, which is what I, it's I like. But it's so fucking hard to separate them. Because it really it's is. The same, like, it's the same character in the same world in the same fucking story. It yeah. is very hard to separate them. Particularly anyone who has any form of nostalgia for it. Yeah. Like, yeah. Just remember, oh, I remember watching this as a kid. Well, that's... It's the... It's almost the um, the uncanny uncanny valley for nostalgia. Yeah, like it's I close like it, but, but not it's close not right. enough. It's yeah, yeah. It it, it throws yeah. you straight out of it. It's why I can't I watch the new Lion King. I cannot. I think the better one is is um, 
Iago. Yeah, fuck. Because, look, when you look at something like Zazu or Genie, they're characters you kind of like. Yeah. Iago is voiced by Gilbert Godfrey and is deliberately kind of hard to listen he to. He is deliberately great. He's meant to be hard to listen to. Yeah. yeah. But when you change it, it doesn't sound right. Yeah. It's wrong. And it's not even, it's not like, God, I wish they'd gotten a better voice actor to do Iago. They got the right guy to do the right role. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. But uh, Disney's just making a lot of strange mistakes. And yeah. I yeah, think it are. comes down to they are now chasing money as opposed to chasing, you know, a proper the story. story or the whimsy or anything along I mean, those lines. That used to be the thing I'd, I'd associate mentally with with Disney mm. with some sort of like, like for lack of a better word sort of a whimsy yeah yeah. you can come to this and while it might have its heavy moments like god damn I don't think any child was quite ready for the you know that 20 minutes into the Lion King and oh yeah fuck guys the punch in the yeah. gut that was the death of Mufasa um so you know it they, they definitely had their ability to do the brutality but then they all like right after that scene what's the next major scene well it's Simba meeting up with Timon and Pumbaa yeah. and their big Hakuna Matata song. Yeah. The whimsy comes straight on back. Yeah. No, they were so, really good for a smash cut, essentially. It's like, sad thing. Happiness. Like, look at Bambi when like, you see, it's like, oh, he's crying over his mother. Suddenly, it's so, like, The whole thing of Lion King, like, I just can't wait to be king. Oh, fuck. Uh, yeah. Let's be happy oh, again. God, I'm king. <laughs> that I always found funny as a kid. It's like, why are you just singing a song about wanting your father to be dead so you could be king? Uh, okay. <laughs> I, it is just Macbeth with lions, but at the same time, yeah. it works. It was great. Yeah, but, absolutely. Oh. But that's their old stuff. Yeah, the new stuff just doesn't have that kind. Like I don't feel that stuff anymore coming from their movies. It doesn't hit right. Like, and it, I'll freely admit, it might be I've just grown out of Disney. Yes, no, but like even but, talking like, to younger people, Disney's they don't like new stuff. You, the old Disney stuff, like the the old Robin it's Hood. Timeless. It's yeah, you can't grow out of that. Like mm. I still love it now. I've shown young cousins that, and they they walk off whistling, the, like singing the songs. Like yeah, yeah. You they don't age out of that. This new shit, no. you age out of it three minutes after yeah. you watch the fucking thing. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like because I, one of those things I I can't go back and rewatch the the more modern stuff. Um, I, I can't go back and rewatch Frozen. To me, it's like oh, I've watched it. It's done now. But yeah. I can go back and rewatch a bunch of the older stuff, like the old Robin Hood and all that mm. kind of stuff. Like I can still go back and rewatch Nightmare Before Christmas at any time, at any point, be happy. Mm. Not just because of nostalgia, but because it still holds up. It's a it's great cool. movie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, like I still like. I know they've milked the franchise to fucking death mm. because they did a sequel after they should have stopped. But like, you know, those first three Toy Story movies are fantastic. Yeah. I distinctly remember as a grown ass man and I'm about to admit this on the internet yeah I when I got to the end of that third Toy Story movie and he hands all his old toys off to um to the girl yeah I, like I have a couple stuffed toys that are that were like handmade by my mom that yeah I keep. um I went and hugged my stuffed toys man yeah <laughs> like, I, I was tearing up like a right in the feels and maybe just remember how important toys can be Honestly, there was a shift at some point in Disney where it stopped being, we're going to punch you right in the feelings and became very cookie cutter. It, um, it became, we're going to punch you right in the wallet. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, a couple of the uh, the movies had some decent crossover. Like, I still remember Tangled not being bad. It was okay. Yeah, it was a good movie. Good uh, movie. It was pretty fun. Uh, and it still had the, the punch in the gut every so often. They could still so, tug at your heartstrings. Tangled was probably the the latest one that I can remember that started the, the goofy animal sidekick for yeah. Disney. Yeah, definitely. And since Although, then, they've had to try and force that in. And unfortunately, like, they, they, like, absolutely nailed it twice in one movie. Yeah. Because they had the little chameleon, and then they had the horse. Yeah. yeah. They did fucking gangbusters. Yeah. But it's like and they, how we got they, minions, essentially. Well, they, they tried to replicate that same dynamic in Frozen. Yeah. With yeah. the... Olaf. Yeah, Olaf and the reindeer moose fucking thing, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I have to me, they haven't really captured that ma- magic anywhere else. No, it's fucking, the problem is yeah. to me is they're trying to capture that magic again. They're trying to get the yeah. lightning back in the bottle, and it's like no, no, no. 
do something different now. You've done that. Yeah, that was lightning. great. You know, go for new lightning. You can't just sit there with a lightning pole in the same spot and expect it to come back. Like, we need something different. Yeah. Which is what the MCU is currently learning because yeah. they are not making money. Like, no, they're not. At all. The only thing that's made money for them recently is Guardians 3 because that yeah. entire franchise is built on strangeness. At the same time, it was back to the original Disney format of Hey, look at all this whimsy gut punch. Back to the whimsy. Yeah. yeah. They they go back to that original formula Holy of giving shit. It's like watching a David Attenborough like uh, documentary like you uh, this is a crab. You love this crab. Like I do love this crab. Like the crab is now in mortal danger. Like ah god, why would you do this? Save it. Don't film it. Yeah. It, um, it was that it, whole thing of like the lizard running across the beach with the snakes. Yes, Everyone fuck. who watches like fuck it, go lizard, go lizard, yeah. come on. <laughs> yeah, every time. But it's one of those things you, you have to form an emotional connection and then take it away to get that gut punch uh, which yeah. Disney was used to be masters at absolute masters you can't just hold up a neon sign saying gut punch yeah, yeah. Which, which is what it feels like now it's like someone walking around an old studio audience with those like the applause sign yeah like, it doesn't feel right there's no impact to it there's no weight hmm which yeah makes me sad because we all grew up on Disney. Well, we're just going to show it. If we ever have kids or want to entertain nieces and nephews, we'll just have to show them the old stuff. <laughs> God help the, the world if any of us procreate. Let's be honest. Like fuck. The Disney company died in the year two thousand. Anything after that is not Disney. Before yeah. that, <laughs> honestly though, it, you get to that point. It's like watching uh, Full Metal Alchemist again. Like you go back to a certain point when things happen with Hughes, and then you progress to the Brotherhood and watch from there. But. <laughs> Same thing happens with Disney. You hit 2000s, you switch to Miyazaki and go and watch some Ghibli stuff. Yes. You'll, yeah. be, you'll be good. Yeah. And then you stop at Grave of the Fireflies. You just don't <laughs> go there. Never go that there. Isn't, isn't that some, That's not Ghibli, is it? No, that's Ghibli. That was, was? That was okay. Ghibli being sad and wanting everyone to be oh, sad that, with him. That movie is depressing. Yeah. Beautifully animated. Ah, Beautifully animated. Gorgeous. Absolutely depressing. gorgeous. But if, if you like brightness and happy things don't watch this movie I will say this (laughs) on on the internet the fact that um, I went and studied animation and the reason I made the decision to go and study animation was I uh, watched Norseco in the Valley of the Wind Mm. and I loved that movie and which one like that was the night I'm like because I had to make that decision do I go and do a sign writing apprenticeship or do I go off and do animation the stuff I wanted to do and I watched that movie like nah I'm in for animation. We'll do that. That's fair. That's very fair. Fucking great movies. Yeah. Amazing. Great decision. Yeah. <laughs> Me as I met is these the Muppets. We met Swoosh. <laughs> yeah. I met you Muppets, and then you're stuck with me forever. You can't escape. The rest escape. is history. <laughs> I'm like a tumor. I attach myself, and you can't get rid of me. Oh. Now that yeah, was well, a fucking tangent. The, anyway, like that was going cool. down this fucking nostalgia train of TV shows and stuff. Hey, John Doe, you just started watching Dimension Twenty. Yes, it was. I'd seen shorts of it and I'd seen bits of it on YouTube and here and there, but I was finally able to actually watch a whole season of it. Mm. And it's so much. Fun. I started with Crown of Candy because I'd been recommended uh. it and I'd seen bits of it here and there. It's like how I the mean, fuck I'm can sorry. how the fucking lollies be endearing and holy. Fuck! <laughs> in their defense, Lou yeah. was in that campaign. Therefore, everything's going to be impactful and yeah, sad. But Murph has Sprinkle. And yeah, how oh. much do you love Sprinkle. Sprinkle's pretty good. Oh. Um. Although I still maintain, uh, was it the guy who played the um, the bishop? Uh, the one. The the ra- uh, the bishop, the rabbit. Oh, yeah. uh, Zach Oyama. Yeah, Zach. Oh my! The single greatest point of role playing was that interrogation. Yeah. Oh, so good. It's the most metal mic drop, which we're not going to do here because we cannot give it the gravitas yeah, it deserves. No, it, but you, you can have look to up watch animated it. versions of it just to get that little piece. Yeah. If you look up um, uh, Dimension 20 animated. Yeah. And you can get that little bit animated. It's so fucking good. It's yeah. so impactful. Holy shit. Like, it, it's almost intimidating D&D. Like, I've played a bit. I've never gotten this far like into a game and like, Holy shit. I'd sit oh. at that table going, um, 
I don't know what the fuck to do here. Shit. <laughs> I, I've run games, and I, like Brennan is one of my absolute favorite DMs. I, I look I up to him. I steal so much from end. him. Same. I have learnt so much from him. It's fucking amazing. Anytime uh, we do car chases, they use the mechanics you used in, um, no, in the tiny, first season. Tiny Heist. Or the, no, no, from... Um, uh, uh, what is it? Fantasy High. Uh, Fantasy, Fantasy High. High. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. I used the, the uh, maintain, speed up, or slow down rules. Yeah. And it works. It works so yeah, well. Like, their homebrew well. stuff is great. Even better when he's a player. <sighs> to watch an experienced DM cut loose as a player is absolutely amazing. For the love of God, watch um, Of Fae and Flowers, which is one of the other Dimension 20. Uh, a Court of Fae and Flowers? Yeah, Court of Fae and Flowers. Yeah. That might be my next one, then. <laughs> oh, it's great. It, um, it's actually, a, it's for the most part, a non-combat game. Yeah, it, it's all Fae politics, and it's weirdly fun. I really enjoy the, it. The setup is that they've all been invited to the Bloom, which is a big Fae event. Yeah. So it's more about, um, you know, standing within court, and, and the whatnot, and, you know, how, you know, oh, fighting would be uncouth. We've got to play silly parlor games and yeah. things like that. It's fucking wild. It's great. I loved it. Because it has, um, A, it has Lou in it playing a cousin of the, uh, the bird twins, essentially. Praise be to your grandfather. Uh, he, he made birds. He's still alive. Yeah, so, he's up in the sky. He's not dead. He's still alive. Um, but that and uh, Brennan plays a, a a general in the court of goblins, and it's so much fun. The, like in their in his in their setting, the goblins are like absolute trash pandas. Yeah, and his character isn't. Yeah, he's also the only one that's tall. Like he's like seven foot tall, and the rest are all like two to three. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. It's a great season. But, like, Crown of Candy is, is uh-huh. easily my favourite season of that show. Crown of Candy like, is amazing. I, I didn't realise they were two-hour episodes. So, like, yeah. I, oh, watched, yeah. I watched quite a stint of it. And, <laughs> like, I'm thinking, holy fuck, like, I must be a fair way through this season. All of this shit's happening. Like, things yeah. are coming to a head. Oh, my God. I'm four episodes in. Of yeah. 14. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> a lot of them are also on, um, I think, Spotify and other like podcasty stuff. Because you can't just listen to it. Honestly, mm. I, I will load up Dropout and I'll just sit there and listen to random campaigns. Just because I, I, you can tune back in when it starts getting interesting. It's like, yes, do the thing. Like, certain but at the same time, I great. tend to do that and then I realize I'm just watching. Yeah. Yes. You catch yourself you're like, oh no, I'm watching a thing. Um, like one of the most recent seasons, uh, Mentopolis. Oh, is, it's fuck. it's just puns. It's an entire D and D game excuse to make puns. And it has John Green in it, like playing one of the and, greatest um, characters I have ever seen. His intimidation tactic is fucking amazing. Tell you <laughs> Fun fact: I, like, Oh, that's an intimidation roll. Let's do the thing. One was the you do, do you know that there is one dick for every snake. But half the snake population is female. Yeah. That means every male snake has two dicks. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, I, I love it. It's nothing but puns. It's and so uh, what is it? Um, they have Freddy Wagon playing Daddy Fox. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I loved it's it. So good. Like all, like pretty much all the seasons are excellent. There's some that I I enjoy for like. The fucking the was it misfits and magic? Oh yeah, they realize that the word uh, muggle. muggle is super racist. Yeah, so their entire team because they're all muggles in the setting. Uh, all the player characters are like, yeah, we're team muggle now. We're taking it back. But also, <laughs> Brennan's character in that is just insane. Oh, he's so good playing essentially a cursed character who is basically the next Dark Lord, but really doesn't want to be. And the dueling oh, scene. The, just search uh, Misfits the Magic Dueling Scene just to it's get a handle of the, It's another of the Dimension 20 animated. Yeah, because it's just... The way that Brennan does monologues is amazing. And yes. I wish I All was at that level. do a fucking monologue. Or on the yeah. spot, just like, what does your character say? And then they give a three-minute speech. Yeah. And yeah. it's on point. And it's yeah. about the topic. And holy shit. That, that's the thing about having it's improv heartfelt. comedians. Yeah, improv comedians doing D&D is amazingly fun. Because like, I know that... Um, what was the other one that everyone loves? Uh, with, with Mercer. Matt uh, Mercer. Uh, Blood well, Keep or Ravenwall? Yeah, either one of those. 
Um, but they are voice actors doing characters, which is great because you get. Oh, you went, oh, his podcast. Yeah. Oh, uh, his show. Oh, that's uh, Critical Role. Critical Role. And that's great because, you know, they can get the character going and that kind of stuff. But you watch it and they, they still stumble over certain things. It's not uh, as fluid. You get a bunch of improv comedians to start doing a fucking D&D campaign and you get Shakespeare. It's fucking amazing. But, like, they're not just, like, sitting there to roll for their character when mm. it's not even them doing anything. They're sitting around the table and they are the, the character. Like, yeah. they're chattering in the background and, like the uh Liam like in mm. the crown of candy who's just yeah. like sitting there it's not even his turn what did you dream last night I dreamt yeah. about this and just goes on a fucking ramble it's like we're doing a thing here yeah <laughs> it's just off. I mean like that like that's the the, re- the I, I'm not sure where you're up to because I know you haven't finished crown of candy yet no have you found out what the deal with the slice of cake is yet uh the slice of cake uh where i'm up to is uh they've just broken out of the capital and they've oh, okay they're on the way the back battle on okay. ships yeah yeah, yeah. that's right i'm not I'm gonna to. i'm not gonna spoil anything um i mean it's pretty obvious that there's something up with that slice of cake hmm. um but uh, that's the oh man you're up to the so you've done the 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 battle in the dairy isles that's literally where i'm up to now. like the, uh, right yeah. in that, like um it's got one of my favorite moments one. for murph in it yeah fucking murph has a good scene in that one yeah God, the, uh, liam's just turned into a, a dark stalker a gloom stalker yes uh, well, he's right. become a war guy yeah, yeah. He, a <laughs> i'm war a war guy, guy now that that entire battle is like let's make a battle Oh fuck! He's a character made for this battle. <laughs> yeah, it's it's very yeah. fun. Even the sci-fi one, I really enjoyed. Um, yeah, Starstruck's good. Starstruck is great because the characters they made are just fun. There's two androids, one of them being the Barrys, and the Barrys are fun because um, Murph is playing a uh, essentially a, a robotic soldier that were mass produced called the Barrys. But they all got betrayed at Funland, and now he can... No, they're clones. Clones, that's right. Um, so the Barrys, and he's Barry 6, and he hates Barry 9, and it's just so much fun. What was it? They got betrayed at... Um, like, the, their version of... Something's Antanimal Funland. Yeah, it's like basically like a theme park, which is all fun for everyone, but he hates it, because that's where he I and got the other Barrys got the, the first episode of that one yep. on YouTube. And then, it's yeah, like, yeah. fuck, I'd love to see more. Okay, no, I can't. Okay. I mean, their, their ship is a giant hot dog. It's fucking yeah. hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I don't know who their, like, their set makers are for the minis and shit, but holy it's fuck, they house. do a good job. All in-house, but in house. they teamed up with, um, oh, what was the... Talespire. Yeah, Talespire. And their in-house team just built entire things out of, out of Talespire. Like, their art so department? Like- huh, so good. Yeah, because they they ended up having to switch because of COVID to a more digital format. So yeah, they didn't have the access to the minis. Yeah, um, and then they more fill. Then they use Talspire, and now they usually use Talspire for things that require combat. But they have all custom three D assets mm. for for the the game, so it's still not generic. They, yeah, they do custom. They they basically model their own stuff, and I think some of it's but, been released. It means that they can't do the thing I think is the most hilarious, my favorite thing that they they've done that's not in a game. Mm. At the end of most of the games, when they didn't need the figures anymore, or they knew they were going to make new ones, they would auction them off for yeah. charity. Which is they great. auctioned off the the model for Sprinkle. Yeah, <laughs> it made a you lot didn't of get money a whole too. Figure, you got a tiny little sprinkle on a base if you yeah. bought it, <laughs> and it made some decent money for charity. Yeah, it did. Like... It was one of the most valuable figures that sale. Oh. was people trying to buy Sprinkle. Honestly. Dropout is one of my favorite things to have actually yeah. got the thing for. Like everything else, like all of the um, like Disney Plus and all that kind of stuff, I ignore. I don't use anymore. Yeah, but I am not getting rid of Dropout just because. No. Hell, Game Changer oh, is amazing. Game Changer is great. Uh, Make some noise is the spinoff uh-huh. that came from it. Oh, it is. It's great. I honestly, it's just a patron that is not a patron. Like it's that's how it works. You pay like things like eight bucks Australian. I don't know, I buy it as a yearly pass every time. Same, because it's cheaper. But you get access to all of Dimension 20, you get access to all of their other shows, and 
there's always something in there that's fun. So yeah, it's amazing. All I know is it's brilliant. probably like eighty percent of the YouTube shorts that come up on my YouTube thing. <laughs> yeah, it's well, just now you'll finally stuff. get to watch what they yeah. are, <laughs> which I've really wanted to. But yeah. And also, I maintain we are not sponsored by Dropout, but by God, would we? Oh, dude. You know how much I'd lose it if we were like, and sponsored by Dropout? I, I would squeal Fuck. like a little girl. I would have... I'd be so happy. God damn. Notice me, Brennan Senpai! <laughs> <laughs> uh, look, look, man. If, if, if I got to be on, like, one show, I would probably actually have a hard time picking. Yeah. Because all of their shows are fantastic. It's probably end up being Dimension 20. Mm. But I also be like, man, can I just be like on, on, on Game Changer or something where I only embarrass myself for 30 minutes? Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> can I just sit in the background? Because there's no way in fuck I want to stand up there and compete in that. <laughs> oh, I, I would die of embarrassment, but I'd have fun doing it. But character does. We would have to be semi drunk. No, no, we. If the three of us were on there, we'd have to be somewhat tanked the entire time, I think. Like, oh. We've got three drunk Australians <laughs> with us. <laughs> but, what are uh, they playing? Bunch of dwarves. <laughs> oh, God, be perfect. Just dwarven triplets. <laughs> but who's being thrown today? All of us. What once. are you? Three dwarves in a trench coat? Shut up. <laughs> three kobolds in a trench coat would be fun, actually. Oh, God damn <laughs> Alright, well, we're out past an hour. So I think we're done for this week. The, hey, now uh, we're just going to go watch the Mission 20. one thing quickly. Like, three dwarves and a... Three Australian dwarves and a trench coat. And it had to be Veggie Mate, Rumbo, and Cunts. Yeah! Oh, hell yeah. Done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, that's done. I'll make it an NPC in my next game. <laughs> Actually, my most recent game with a bunch of newbies, I have started... Instead of using, like, um... Scottish or anything for dwarves, I start using it as Australian because they're from the Underdark and they're down under. It makes more <laughs> yes. sense. Yes, I love it. Anyway, uh, that's us. Y'all have a good one. Bye. See ya. <laughs>